0: Hello, welcome to the business of e-commerce. I'm your host, Charles Plasky. This is episode three, and today I'd like to talk a little bit about what I call hybrid dropshipping. So first, what exactly is hybrid dropshipping? Um, and then we'll go into how it, how is it used, uh, who uses it, why it's useful, that sort of thing. So first, what is it? Um, this isn't a term that we commonly see around, but um, a lot of folks are using it, but nobody really has put a great label on it. I've personally called it hybrid dropshipping. Um, I've seen other, other folks have different kind of names for it, but that's just something I've come up with. What it actually is, is if we rewind a few years ago, uh, every, everyone was taking physical inventory. That was the big thing. Um, that, that's how everyone kind of did retail. Along came dropshipping. It became popular. At that at that point, people started going all in the other direction, all drop shipping, no taking physical possession of in of uh, merchandise anymore. So then, everyone was just using the manufacturers essentially as their warehouse um, distributors. That was their warehouse at that point. Nobody ran their own internal warehouse. Past few years, what I've seen become more popular is this approach called hybrid drop shipping. Where retailers are taking physical possession of some inventory, but not all. Um, so, what um, wh- where it's being used a lot is when there's a lot of SKUs, um, a lot of parts, a lot of that that sort of thing. Where it makes sense to have, let's say, a catalog of a hundred thousand SKUs. You might not be able to have alls in stock, but the top 100, the top 10, the top X number of SKUs, that might make sense to have some in-house. So it's not something you're gonna do with all SKUs, all products, that sort of thing. It's something that you're gonna cherry pick and have some on hand. And then for the bulk of them still, um, you'll go to back to manufacturers or distributors. And when I say in-house, it's either actual in-house, like your own you know, inventory physically at your location, Or something like a 3PL, third-party logistics company, where it's your inventory you've purchased. It lives in their warehouse, but it's your inventory, and only you have it. Um, The other option is some retailers, um, not all vendors offer this, but some retailers prepay for inventory at the vendor. So ahead of time, it's your inventory, it's paid for but you haven't actually ever left the manufacturer. It's still sitting at the manufacturer's warehouse. So this is your inventory. You can then, um, you know no one else is gonna be touching this. So those are kind of the three places when I say your inventory, either prepaid at the manufacturer, at a 3PL or your warehouse. And then the dropship inventory is distributors or the bulk of the manufacturer inventory where it's in that pool of dropship inventory at that point where other retailers also have access to it. So we see this a lot in let's say uh, auto parts, a lot of parts type of thing, let's say, where you might have your top 10 SKUs, top 50, top 100, but also 500,000 SKUs back of the manufacturer. So what this allows you to do is a few different things. First, because you have your popular SKUs in stock, you are able to first ship them a lot faster in some cases um, than the manufacturer. Second, there's a lot of folks out there that are drop shipping. Um, some people, that's all of their business. So if you just pick, you know, these SKUs, these twenty SKUs, you're gonna go after those. Then once they go out of stock with the distributors, you might be one of the few people left with those SKUs in stock. So that allows you to essentially make the market and be the be- only game in town for those particular products for a short time. And this even goes for, they could be selling on a marketplace. They could be selling Amazon, that sort of thing. And they do go out of stock from time to time. So if you're the only one left with product on hand, all those sales, hundred percent of them will start going to you. So this doesn't make sense for all products, but it's kind of up to you as a retailer to pick and choose and merchandise the correct uh, products that you want to have in stock that makes sense for your business whether that's a high, some sort of high price replacement part that you know always goes. Um, the manufacturers a lot of times don't have a lot of those on hand. So they might keep you know a small quantity, but they do go out of stock often. And if that's something you've noticed over time, it might make sense to stop bringing those in-house. Uh, another great use of this is returns. A lot of times what happens with dropshipping the whole kind of relationship is you send it out uh, to a buyer, to an end consumer, at that point, if they have a return, you have the option of sending it directly back to the manufacturer. Um, you pay, it might pay a restocking fee, some sort of thing like that. But a lot of times it's something where the, the buyer got the product, um, maybe they didn't even open the box, the product's not damaged, everything's fine. They can send it right back to you as the retailer, and now you have that product on hand. You are able to then sit on that inventory for a little bit, the next time you sell that, you know to send that out of your inventory locally. And not to the manufacturer, so that avoids paying restocking fees, anything like that. Um, unless the product's are damaged, it's just as easy to sell them from your location as going to manufacturer. You can have some basic label printing software, something like a ShipStation um, or similar one. One of those type of uh, local label printing, where then you are able to generate labels, do kind of all the packaging at your at your um, inventory at your location. And do it that way versus having the manufacturer do it. Also, if you're going with a 3PL or something like that, they do this all for you. um, So that's really nice as well. And the other thing is when you start competing over popular items, it's really up to you to understand what's in stock, what's out of stock, what goes out of stock often. And if you have seed products that are going out of stock often but are popular, you might be able to capitalize on that very easily using this approach. So it just allows you ahead of time, you might be able to purchase, you know, 20 units, even 10 units, just to see a small test run, bring them in house, or the very easy way of doing this, like we're saying are returns. Um, You don't even have to pre-purchase them, you've already paid for them. Um, You're essentially, instead of getting that money back, just gonna have to kind of keep that limbo for a little while, but you're not gonna pay restocking fees. So in the long run, you might actually make more doing this method. So it's a really great approach. Um, we don't see it talked about too much, um, kind of in blogs, in the news, that sort of thing. So I've kind of put this term hybrid drop shipping. Hopefully that's useful to some folks. Um, I know talking to retailers, kind of through my own personal experience, even when I was uh, an online retailer, I did some of this. I know a lot of retailers do it, but nobody really kind of sells this approach um, because I don't think there's, there's nothing, uh, it doesn't benefit anyone except for the retailer. So nobody's really talking about it and trying to push it, but it's a really great approach. And if it's something that you can utilize in your business, uh, it's something just to think about and maybe just dip a toe in the water, do a little at a time, start to get a feel for it. And it could be something really great that over time, you know, you might start with four or five SKUs and over time you might have a small local warehouse or 3PL where you have 50, 100, 1,000, you have your own stock that you bring locally. And the more of that you do, um, the easier it is to start bringing stock in and start really filling those items. Plus, at some point, uh, once you are comfortable with this, um, you could actually start moving for some items, and this is this is very uh, targeted on certain, uh, certain items. Start making large bulk purchases of these items and bring certain SKUs in-house. That way you're getting a deal on a particular SKU If you know you can sell it, um, often it's a popular product, you'll actually be able to start getting a more competitive price for that one, two, three particular SKUs and kind of work your way from there on starting to make large purchase orders for those SKUs from manufacturers. So it's a great approach. I urge you just to give it a shot, try it, see if it's right for your business. Maybe it helps you. Um, If it does, write in, send us a comment. I'd love to hear it. As always, um, you can find us on business of e commerce fm. You can reach my email at Charles at business of commerce business of e commerce fm and also you can reach me on Twitter at Charles P A L Charles Pal and I'd love to hear if this helps anyone, if this is something folks have tried, um, and what they what they think. So drop me a line and I'd love to hear hear from you. Thanks, talk to you soon.